Hi, pros. Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world, and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising, tell it like it is bite, then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. The honor and remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. Warning, the podcast you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word, amateurs. It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. You are the goddamn whitest person I've ever seen. I know, the horror. We call attention to and call out the amateurs, the people who are doing life wrong, the speed bumps of life, the people that are in your way every day, the unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills, and are disturbing the flow of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation. It's not just a podcast. It's a movement. This is episode 230. The Z in Gen Z is for zeros. Fans first, as always. Shouts out to these folks on Instagram. Emerson.cdn. Dennis Bertelson 231 Everywhere 4671, Borna Jackalich, and Under the Sun Originals. Also want to say hi to Dylan Dent, Amy Fleming Lukens, Brian Seifert, Richard Leach, Chris Kepler, Joe Bartnick, Corey Magyar, and Karen Welch Reagan on Facebook. Here is your post of the week by fellow comedian Nick DiPaolo regarding the most recent fall of President Coloring Book. He said Watching Joe Biden as president is like watching FDR if he was too proud to use a wheelchair. <laughs> you know what? Here's a bonus post. It's just too good to wait for next week. Regarding Adidas's advertising women's one-piece swimsuits using men as models showcasing the old crotch bulge. This response from Chrissy Hughes. She said, if a man wants to wear those awful one-piece bathing suits, then go for it. But... Play by the rules. Number one, get really wet. Number two, try to take it off when you have to go to the bathroom. And don't just pee in it or stick your thing out the leg hole. (laughs) Number three, pull the suit back up while it's still wet. Still want to wear one? Oh, I like her. Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Perhaps you had better start from the beginning. Step one. Topic number one. Topic number one. Man! 
Being a famous rich actor in Hollywood is hard. It's borderline concentration camp status. Okay, two weeks ago, I talked about the tragic life that befell Disney star of the newly ruined Little Mermaid, Haley Bailey, and how her life would have been good had the original Little Mermaid been black. And now, actress Bella Ramsey, most notably found on Game of Thrones and The Last of Us, needs attention because her life is crap. Show business is inherently evil. It sure seems that way. From FandomWire.com in the world's longest headline, Why not do all 7,000 genders and make Oscars a month-long festival? Fans rage out as Bella Ramsey calls Oscars extremely gendered, doesn't acknowledge non-binary actors. Here's the article. Ramsey, who identifies, stupidly, as she-her, I mean, she is a girl, duh, and came out as non-binary last year after the premiere of her HBO adaptation has publicly called for more space for categories beyond the binary genders. Oh, I knew I hated you for a good reason. The only thing more stupid than pronoun use is amateurs who choose pronouns that already match their biology. Even five years ago, if I introduced myself as, Hi, I'm Lou Santini. I'm a he. I would have gotten some much-deserved side-eye. Also, if someone in your life comes out as non-binary, what the hell are you supposed to do now? What adjustments do you make? Answer, none. Just stop your life and acknowledge this desperate cry for attention. The article continues, Game of Thrones alum and The Last of Us star. Take note, she's the star, not an extra, not a side character, but a star of not one, but two TV series, and not just any series, huge hit shows. But she just can't fit in. You've got problems. The article says Bella Ramsey is one of the many non-binary stars who are finding it increasingly difficult to find a space in Hollywood where they can belong. Okay, so where do you belong? Oh, I don't know. At the head table of most Hollywood gatherings? At the best table at the best restaurants in Hollywood? In your private trailer on set? She needs more space! The article says, according to Ramsey, the categories at the moment feel extremely gendered. Okay, enough with making up language, definitions, and changing verbs into nouns and nouns into verbs. Something cannot be gendered. I've never walked into a party where it's more men than women, and instead of saying, man, look at this sausage party, I've said, man, this party is extremely gendered. All right, let me start over. She says, the categories at the moment feel extremely gendered with the language around them. I don't want the limitations in terms of the language and the categories to be a reason that non-binary actors like me can't be celebrated. God, I haven't hated the word celebrate this much since Cool and the Gang had their hit song in 1980. And now it's time for some painful truth to Bella Ramsey. A. You're claiming to be non-binary because you skipped forehead and five-head and went straight to six-head and neither men nor women find you attractive. B. Do you have any idea how you look? Seriously, I'll say it. This pumpkin-headed girl is unattractive, and she's damn lucky not only to be able to be on TV, but to have steady work as an actress, let alone be the star of not one but two hit TV shows. She better soak in her 15 minutes of fame, because that frying pan face is only going to get worse as she gets older. So cash your checks, save your money, and take whatever man or woman is willing to put their lips on that bulbous growth you call a head. Even I think that's kind of cruel. See, Bella means beautiful in Italian. 
Just not in her case. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, she's smoking hot. Where can I get my Bella Ramsey bikini poster? D, on behalf of Pro Nation. I think you're an asshole. E, and finally, one last thing, Bella. Go fuck yourself, you fucking child. And now this. And now for step two. Topic number two. It's time for This Week in Bizarre Gen Z Headlines. Right now, I can say with confidence that there are 80 bad and or non-existent parents out there. From the New York Post, your headline. Horrific video shows nearly 40 teens viciously attacking off-duty Marines on California Beach. Here's the article. Shocking video has captured a mob of up to 40 teens viciously beating a trio of off-duty Marines who say they'd merely ask them to stop lighting fireworks on a California beach. The now viral footage shows the Marines enjoying time off for Memorial Day weekend, being followed by the baying mob while walking towards San Clemente Pier Bowl late Friday. The article says, We told them we were Marines so they would leave, but they didn't. They just kept going at it, said one of the attacked servicemen by the name of Hunter Antonino. As they started walking up some steps, some in the group behind yelled for them to get the fuck out of here before one runs up from behind and sucker punches the trailing servicemen. After a brief hesitation, the Marine drops what's in his hand and charges at his attacker, knocking him down. Instantly, the mob swarms around him, throwing wild punches and screaming abuse. Get that fucker. Get that fucker. Fuck that fucker up, one repeatedly shouts. The attacked Marine and one of his pals are left crunched into the fetal position on the ground, their hands and arms covering their heads as the mob continues to kick, punch, and stomp them. One of the group asks, what's good, N-word, as others call them pussies, Forty on three, and they're calling the three the pussies. And the initial sucker-punching thug pours a drink over one of them. The nearly minute-long clip shows the attack only ending when a man and woman rush in and scream at them to stop. The Orange County Sheriff's Department initially estimated 10 to 30 teens and young adults were involved, but footage from afar suggested way more, with seemingly at least 40 swarming the men on the beach. The police department vowed to investigate the attack until all individuals responsible are identified and prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Sergeant Frank Gonzalez said this is considered an assault with a deadly weapon because of the amount of suspects. Despite the apparent savagery of the attack, the victims all refused medical treatment, the sheriff's department said, confirming the other men were Marines. However, Antonino told KCAL News that he fears he may have suffered a concussion after being stomped on. He claimed that he and his buddies, enjoying time off from Camp Pendleton in Oceanside, only asked the teens to stop lighting fireworks after a piece of debris hit him in the face. He said they were being belligerent, they were being obnoxious and annoying other people. Oh, in other words, Gen Z. So I went up to them and told them to stop. Gonzalez, the sheriff's department sergeant, said officers will investigate this to the fullest, even if the servicemen do not seek to press charges. How brave of Amateur Nation. Funny how amateurs are so tough in groups or when they outnumber their victims. See the George Floyd peaceful protests. Our servicemen and women deserve full justice. And in my opinion, if I were the judge, I'd give those three Marines the exact amount of time, one at a time, from that group for retaliation. Amen to that, brother! Woo! Here's a headline with weird words in it. 
Sonic employee arrested after cocaine found in customer's hot dog. Now, let me be clear before I continue this story. The person involved in this story is not part of Gen Z, but they're an amateur and I don't care. The article says an employee at a Sonic drive-in restaurant in New Mexico was arrested after he lost his bag of cocaine that somehow ended up on a customer's hot dog. Jeffrey David Salazar, 54, faces a felony charge for possession of a controlled substance, the police said. Police said illegal narcotics were discovered in a customer's recent Coney purchase at Sonic. The substance was inadvertently placed in the food as Salazar was preparing the order, according to police. According to the incident report, a woman called police on Tuesday after she bit into her food only to discover she had bitten into a plastic bag, according to the Rio Grande Sun. She doesn't believe any of the powdered substance went into her mouth. Salazar admitted to police he purchased the cocaine from someone in the restaurant's parking lot. (laughs) What's more amateur than buying your cocaine from a guy in a Sonic parking lot? Keeping it on your person so it falls into the food you're serving. And how does a person working at Sonic afford cocaine? Here's a headline that says, hey, this is your generation, not mine. Teen accused of killing beloved Mama Swan flashes creepy smile during arrest. There's a lot of sick people out there. From the New York Post, one of the upstate teens accused of killing and eating an adored mother swan flashed a creepy grin during his arrest, according to video footage of the bust posted online. Iman Hassan, 18, strutted like a peacock for cameras while being perp-walked by cops in Manlius, New York, where he was charged with grand larceny for joining with two underage pals to swipe a town-owned swan named Faye on Memorial Day, cook her for dinner, and kidnap her four babies. Officials said that Faye's grieving swan mate, Manny, would likely be removed from the pond where they lived, lest he become aggressive over his loss. We will probably remove Manny because of the significance of they do mate forever and losing Faye. Manny can become combative, said Mayor Paul Worrell. Hassan and his 16 and 17-year-old pals allegedly, no, try stupidly and heartlessly, grabbed Faye because they thought the bird was a duck when they allegedly went hunting at a pond where generations of town-owned swans have flocked since 1905. The teens allegedly hopped a fence surrounding Manlius Swan Pond, killed Faye while she was nesting, then snatched four of her babies, according to police. He said the male bird will likely be relocated in six weeks when the four baby swans, known as cygnets, are returned to the water. The teens were charged with felony counts of grand larceny along with conspiracy and criminal trespassing. Hassan was arraigned and released on his own recognizance. Question, uh, where are the animal rights activists? Where's that bullying and yelling and protesting and violence? Oh, he's a teen? A minority teen? Don't care. Okay, kill him! That's a new level of evil. To torture, kill, and eat an animal not normally for human consumption. A beautiful animal for no reason than to be cruel and evil. Guaranteed, those boys don't make it to age 40. They will commit more crimes and more heinous crimes because they will have gotten away with it and they will continue to push limits. People who harm animals in that way almost always turn out to be serial killers and one day they will meet their match and it will be ugly and gruesome for them. Count on it.
soulless. Every Thursday is Sneak Peek Thursday on all my social medias. Are you following me? YouTube at Lou Santini. Facebook at Lou Santini Entertainment. Instagram at Lou.Santini3. Truth Social at Lou Santini3. Yet another shining example of why men still don't belong in women's sports. Topic number three, next. Racist. The honor and remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read The Amateur Mission Statement. The 30 Truths About Amateurs. The Four Stages of Being an Amateur. Amateur habitats and history. Social media plus me, me, me equals amateur. Technology and amateur behavior. With dozens of real funny photos, weird signs, and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by amateur nation every day. Download the expanded second edition of the ebook Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense Manners and Social Skills. The second expanded edition, available now. Be a pro. Go to Amazon. Type Amateur Nation. All right, now step three. Topic number three. Hit me! The very idea that a biological man playing pretend as a woman in an effort to beat and humiliate biological women in amateur or professional sports is one of the most laughable endeavors of amateur nation. They know they have no argument, but they think if they scream louder and longer, it'll be okay with the rest of pro nation. From Outkick.com, here's your headline. A U.S. women's soccer team made up of former players took on a Wrexham men's squad in the soccer tournament and were embarrassed by the score of 12-0. to Now, for those of you who don't know, Wrexham is a Welsh soccer club owned by celebrities Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The article says the Wrexham team was made up of former, current, and guest players. The U.S. side featured many former U.S. women's national team players such as Heather O'Reilly and Lori Lindsay. Mia Hamm was on the sideline managing the U.S. women's team. Wrexham managed to score seven goals in the opening 20 minutes with 46-year-old Lee Trundle having himself a day with four goals. The shot count was 39-5 to in favor of Wrexham when the final whistle blew. O'Reilly spoke with NBC Sports Soccer about the tournament and the, and the blowout loss. She explained her and the U.S. team weren't worried about the result. Here it comes. We're super proud. Hopefully we've proved to anybody, just go for it. Just live. What's the worst that could happen? We lose 16-0 to to Wrexham? 
We don't care because we're living, we're being bold, and we're being brave. Here we have two amazing products that American soccer fans are getting behind. It's just a ton of fun, and it's brought us all together. Nice try. I'll use that excuse next time I lose on my recreational softball and soccer leagues that I play on. Come on, guys, we lost. Sure, by a lot. But we're living. Don't you feel brave? And then I would take my much-deserved beating by my fellow players. Listen to these two spot-on retorts by Pro Nation. The first one by Common Sense. That's the person's handle. I've been involved in a game like this, but basketball. After you jump out to a massive early lead without trying at all, you eventually just stop playing offense entirely and give a patronizing effort on defense. It gets so awkward just piling on even when you aren't trying to. They probably could have won by 40 if they wanted. And this one by Max Rokitansky. Good for them for taking on the men's team. The sad truth is that if Wrexham suddenly decided to identify as women, all we would be hearing is that there are no biological advantages men have over women. Would a prepubescent girl be able to kick your ass? I'm surprised the U.S. women's national team hasn't tried to take on children yet and have a drag show during halftime. I'm also surprised that Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney haven't been thrown under the bus by Amateur Nation for beating up on the women so easily. But they can't. And you know why? Because then that's admitting that men are generally stronger than women. I think it's time that a WNBA All-Star team takes on NBA players from 15 to 20 years ago. Sidebar, what does the W in USWNT stand for? The U.S. Women's National Team? That's right, women. But I thought we don't know what a woman is. All right, it's time to pick and choose some smaller item menus off the a la carte segment. Here we go. Well, look at that. YouTube reverses policy on censoring claims of stolen 2020 election. You all suck and you always have. Legendary actor and soon-to-be new dad, 83-year-old Al Pacino and his possible future son are going to get their asses handed to them at the father-son picnic. I can't believe I have to say this, but hey, amateurs, keep your fucking shoes on at the gym. You make me puke. Hollywood has made the movies Olympus Has Fallen, London Has Fallen, and Angel Has Fallen. Coming soon, Biden Has Fallen again. They need to hang one of those safety signs in the White House like you see in factories and warehouses. It's been blank days since President Coloring Book has fallen. Never use a Groupon when getting a colonic. To the people who paid to watch stand-up comedy via Zoom during the pandemic lockdowns, feel good about your purchases now? Well, it's official. I cannot get the sticker off of an apple without destroying the apple. I was in the department store Macy's in the mall recently, and I went by the makeup department, particularly the Clinique section. What's with the chicks on the white lab coats? What are they, scientists? They got their hair in a bun and horn rim glasses on, walking around with clipboards, acting like they're conducting experiments. Excuse me, doctor. Sir, we're very busy. We're trying to measure the atomic weight of lipstickium. Up oh, this just in from the Bad Idea Desk. New York commie mayor Eric Adams wants to start paying New York citizens to shelter immigrants in their own homes. What could possibly go wrong? Dibs on that MS-13 guy. Better idea. Exile, internment, gulag. Did you know another sexy holiday is forthcoming? 
June 22nd is No Panty Day. Done. Ooh, all right, it's going to be that kind of party. We always end the show on a positive note. Three things that are done right. They're called three pro things. Number one. Donkey-toothed New York congressional representative and former bartender who couldn't get the ingredients to pour a beer correctly, AOC, versus Texas congressional representative Chip Roy. Recently, the woman who must have dug a million trenches and penis shafts with those two front teeth actually tried to tell Congress how great our government is because they do so much for us. Nice try, Eeyore. Listen to her rambling and then listen to the mic drop from Chip Roy. This is posted by Town Hall Media on Instagram. Take a listen. Ask you to think about the last time a person said has said in this country that the government does too much for them. When was the last time anyone has heard or seen that? I'll say it right here. I don't want the government doing most of the things that the government is doing to interfere with the ability of the American people to carry out their lives. When was the last time you had a bureaucrat show up and you said, oh joy, really glad there's a bureaucrat here. When was the last time you were thankful for $32 trillion in debt, $100,000 almost for every man, woman, and child in America? Anybody thankful for $32 trillion in debt? Anybody? Anybody thankful for a border that's wide open being exploited by cartels while fentanyl comes in and cares, kills our children? Department of Homeland Security that doesn't actually secure the homeland? Everybody thankful for an FBI that went after Scott Smith and labeled him a domestic terrorist for daring to defend his daughter in a school board meeting because she was assaulted? In a bathroom? Anybody thankful for the IRS knocking on your door, auditing the poor and the minorities three to five times more? People thankful for that? Are you thankful for the EPA or the Department of Interior that sent a man to prison because he had some ponds on his ranch in Montana? We have a government that is weaponized against the American people and is undermining our liberties, and they want more of it. My colleagues on the other side of the aisle want more. More government. They want more taxes. They want more spending. They want more bureaucrats knocking on your door. (laughs) Number two. Sick of woke companies pandering to the overly emotional minority? Yeah. Me too. Enter alignusapp.com, where millions of Americans go to find out the political leaning of businesses or tell the world about them. All right, first from their about section. Align US is a platform that gives consumers a voice by allowing independent reviews of America's corporate, political, and social affiliations and values. We provide a way for consumers to share experiential data to help you spend your money with organizations that align with your wants and needs. Our metrics are built from unique qualitative and quantitative data sets based on seven key indicators that combine to determine how each company influences the political and social makeup of the United States. Our motivation is to encourage companies to focus upon offering their products at a fair price, not upon pushing their agenda on us. Now, as someone who loves order and organization, my favorite part is the fact that they have a rating system. Next to each business is a chart, kind of like a in the shape of a car's speedometer. All the way to the left in navy blue is progressive. At about 10 a.m. in sky blue is liberal. Straight up at 12 noon in green is neutral. At about 2 o'clock in orange is moderately conservative. And in red, about 4 or 5 o'clock is conservative, thus making it easier 
for an informed consumer to decide if they want to do business with that company. They have lots of categories to choose from. You can do a search by company, location, your state or city to see if the business in your area that you may be giving your hard-earned dollars to pander to the woke mob. Look, my list of boycotted companies grows every single week. And while I usually try to do business at independently owned mom and pop type companies, you can't assume that just because they were almost closed down due to the pandemic that their values align with common sense America. So do yourself a favor. Go to alignusapp.com. A-L-I-G-N-U-S-A-P-P.com. Alignusapp.com. Number three. You know, I haven't had a metal pick in forever. If you're new to this show, I'm a huge heavy metal fan. I respect and like all types of music, but metal's my favorite. One of the most underrated metal bands out there from the early 90s is Love Hate. They had modest hits with the title track from their debut album, Blackout in the Red Room, Why Do You Think They Call It Dope, and a later album, they had a song called Wasted in America. The title track from their follow-up. But back to Blackout in the Red Room. The song She's an Angel is another one of my favorites off that album. And Blackout in the Red Room is a great way to kick off the album. I mean, it comes in and just, it's like the first four beats just sound like Godzilla crushing buildings. But the song I'm dropping today here is my favorite on the album. It's called Rock Queen. If you look at comments about the band on YouTube clips, most people express the sentiment on how they were underrated and underappreciated. Lead singer Jizzy Pearl can wail, and I've seen him perform acoustically, and his pipes are legit. Just the right amount of rasp, but with real power behind him. Love Hate reminds me of a much harder, modern-day version of Nazareth. 70s rock influences in this band abound for sure. So as we used to say when I was in radio, crank, crank it, up it up and, and rip it off. I got my
Song crushes, doesn't it? Hey, if you go to my main website, lusantini.com, you'll see all the things to click to get you to all my social medias. Instagram, Facebook, Getter, LinkedIn, and Truth Social. But the one that snags you a free No Amateurs tea is my email, lou at lusantini.com. And check out my Dry Bar Comedy special, Amateur Nation, drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a big major production. Show business is inherently evil.